0: that I was going to be back. And now I'm back and it's season three and there's just so much to cover. Y'all didn't think I was coming back, did you? (laughs) Well, guess what? I'm back, baby. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs. And here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. We are back for season three of Not Your Average Cheerleader. It is early in the morning to me. (laughs) Where I'm at I'm still on the East Coast I'm still talking about football I just for a while Wasn't talking about football With Well you all The listeners And I just have to start off By saying Season 3 And everybody knows Why we hit season 3 We started this last year in May And now we Did you know Season 1 During the off season When you know Of course COVID first seeped Into our lives And we were wondering if there was even going to be a football season. And then football season happened. And then we did season two. And then I took a break because so much stuff has happened in my life since then. And now we are back for season three because I still love football. I can't get enough of it. I'm just always excited about what's happening. And I just love the game. And I just have so much to share with you in like my little 30 second like rip. I'm going to start by saying thank you to all the listeners. we reached a thousand downloads. We reached, you know, seven countries, new subscribers. Not Your Average Cheerleader has had some, in my eyes, great success in its first year because of you all who grab your coffee in the morning, who are driving to work, um, if you're going back into the office, who are going on vacation or even just chilling in the morning, cleaning up, or just relaxing at home, you chose to turn this on because you wanted to hear a woman talk about football for a little while. And I love it. So thank you. I appreciate you. And because of it, I got to interview two NFL players, one former Super Bowl champ that told me this amazing story about Tom Brady. Go check that out. We recorded that interview and we put it on the YouTube channel. And then I also got to interview the cornerback for the L.A. Rams, David Long Jr. Amazing interview with him. You could tell they get, like, press release, like, you know, training. You know, I I did ask him about Jalen Ramsey. That was one of my favorite things to hit. I was like, I got to talk to him about Jalen Ramsey. And he gave me one of those cool press answers. Is it better than the answer that Dak Prescott, you know, gave when asked about the vaccine? Yes. But (laughs) – You know, please check that out. Also, we recorded that interview that also is also on YouTube. So I'm still doing some amazing stuff for you all. You got to see my facial expressions when I make them. I did record some amazing stuff in between those interviews. But you're here for the podcast. You're here for football. So let's get into that. Let's get into some quick fire topics. Starting with, can I just start, this is not even in my notes, but like not even a day ago or two days ago, Josh Allen, quarterback for the Bills, Buffalo Bills, shout out to my my friend Andrew, diehard Buffalo Bills fan, got the most biggest contract extension. It was like over 200 plus million. That's a guaranteed 40, well, I think 40 million or 43 million a year. He is essentially in six seasons achieved what it took Tom Brady 21 seasons to achieve. And everyone's like, that's a lot of money. He's like the second highest paid quarterback. He has Mahomes money now. Like, like that kind of money. Now, I say this. Like, here's my thing. I'm I'm twofold about it because I saw some mixed comments on the internet, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And I'm twofold about this just because, one, I always believe you should pay players their value, what they're worth. This guy did help lead, you know, the Buffalo Bills to beating teams that they never thought they would beat, winning, you know, their – Their division championship um, title, something they haven't won, I think, in almost a decade or more. So I admit, yeah, he should get paid, of course. Like, that's important. But I think also, too, you have to be mindful of how much you're paying these people because that money right now is a lot. And it may not seem to impact things now. But when people like on the team want to get paid around him, the weapons around him want to get paid and you can't pay them. Guess what they do? They go to other places where they can get paid, and you start losing good players. There's a huge like back-and-forth debate about this, because it almost says the same thing about Kansas City. When they gave you know, Patrick Mahomes that huge contract of 500 mil, I remember calling my parents about that, and my dad's like, why does this matter to me? I was just like, I don't know. I just had to talk to somebody. (laughs) No one ever likes talking to me about football. I do it at work, too, as well. But that $500 million contract he got, it seems like, you know, over the next few years, how is that going to impact their cap? And how is it going to impact paying the people around them that want to get paid? So it's just something to honestly think about. I'm, I'm, you know, for it, congratulations to Josh Allen. I think he deserved it. Um, and then I have my coworker, bless his heart, love you, Zach, um, who was like, no, you think he deserves it? No. And I'm just like, oh, wow, Okay. I don't want nobody to get paid. <laughs> but that's Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills have a chance. You know they're out there working hard. They want their second shot at going to the Super Bowl like every other team out there. Next quick fire topic, we have Carson Wentz. Y'all thought I was just gonna leave him alone. No. Carson Wentz, that foot injury, he apparently had surgery, I think a About maybe a little less than a week ago, he had surgery on his foot. They're determining whether it's going to be five weeks or whether it's going to be 12 weeks. He's had a lot of injuries in the past, not shocked. I want everybody to get better, but I just didn't have a lot of faith in Carson once anyway with the team that he was on. I believe he's on the Colts now. I just don't. I don't have a lot of faith in him. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in him doing anything. I feel like I've transitioned from really kind of getting on um, Baker Mayfield to now getting on Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz really did grind my gears that whole season, especially towards the end. Now he's on another team. It's like it's kind of like okay, you just got back to work and you get injured like again. And it's like, bro, come on now. So his ankle's done. They're still wondering how long it's going to take for him to heal. Um, some are saying five weeks. Some say it might be just a little over five weeks. So we're going to keep our eyes on that because again, the Colts right now are in a bind like a series. They don't have a quarterback. It's actually the most funniest thing ever. You the quarterback you were betting on and you paid. Well, he can't walk right now cuz his ankle's bummed out and he needed surgery. So, I do hope he does get better. I don't wish injury on any any player or anyone. So, please get better, Carson Wentz so we can finally see you play and see if you can live up to the expectations you have set. Let's get into the real topics. Quick fires. Done. Let's get into the real topics. Topic number one, 49ers QB matchup. I know you've been watching it on Twitter. I know you've been watching the videos on Instagram like me. And I know you've been watching Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance. We drafted Trey Lance. We gave up some things as a 49ers faithful to get, uh, you know, what, what was it? I think the third round draft pick, third or second. And we picked Trey Lance. We picked a QB. If that wasn't enough for... Jimmy Garoppolo to start questioning things he's doing now. You know, they said they saw, so there's this video out there. If you go to the 49ers page, I believe it's on that page. And you'll see Trey Lance like throw this deep ball pass. This kid does have an arm, but I'm about accuracy as well. But it went to who it was supposed to go to. It was an amazing catch. And literally after Jimmy G saw that, he stayed back at practice working on his deep ball pass. (laughs) Nothing to light your fire like a rookie coming in and doing what you should have been doing this entire time. So, um, that was, yeah, I know that was shade, but I, I'm a listen, I support Jimmy Garoppolo if he could step up to the plate and play the way he's supposed to play and earn his check. That's kind of how I feel he doesn't stay healthy long enough to benefit the team. I had this debate on my lunch break at work, so I guess I do get to talk about football with some people, but we were talking about how. You know, they're like, oh, well, Jimmy G essentially, um, you know, is he led y'all to the Super Bowl. He only threw the ball less than like 10 times. That that we went to the Super Bowl that year. I keep saying this because of our run game. The second we handed Jimmy G the ball in the Super Bowl, he threw picks. And it's just at the end of the day, you we gotta get out of that. We have to be able to maneuver both. So Jimmy G has to step his game up. Trey Lance said, I'm putting my phone on, do not disturb. I am focused. I'm not playing no games. This is it. And so he's out there practicing. He was carrying the pads of his teammates back to the locker room. I think that's a rookie thing, though. But this kid, and then we signed him the $34 million guaranteed. Listen, I'm going to go back to my original point. I just don't understand why we keep paying these players all this money that hasn't even won a game yet. Like, I get but Trey Lance literally hasn't won a game yet. He hasn't so much as stepped on the field and took on the number one defense and showed us that he's worth $34 million. That actually, I actually did not agree with that. I want to, do you agree with that? Do you agree that the 49ers should have signed Trey Lance to $34 million guarantee? That's his contract. And this kid is still new. He's still a rookie. He's already getting paid $34 million, no matter what. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel some kind of way about it. I'm going to see how he plays. I actually left a comment under the 48 ers page where I just said, this is great. I want to see him be able to step up and do this against the number one defense. Let's see how that works out. So you have, my allergies are terrible right now. You have so much going on between Jimmy Garoppolo staying back, putting in the grind work. That's because you don't want this kid to come in and take his job. Understandable. Sometimes again, Bringing in another person could be the best motivator. What if that was Kyle Shanahan's like plot this entire time? I'm I'm, going to get my hundred million dollars worth out of Jimmy. Maybe I just need to bring in a fresh face with a good arm that's going to wake him up and make him stay after practice to work on the things that he knows he needs to work on. If so, reverse psychology is a great way to go. That was just my thoughts. Let me know what you think about the 49ers-QB matchup, what your thoughts are. You can leave it in the comments below. You can go on Instagram. You can message me. You know how I am. I'll probably share our conversation on here because that's usually what I do when it comes to football. But let's get into the injury comebacks. It was an injury-prone season last year amongst dealing with COVID-19. Injury-prone. We had Joe Burrow, we had Dak Prescott, we had OBJ, we had um, one of the number one running backs from the the Bears. We had so many people get injured and out, and probably at a time when they were playing pretty good. Joe Burrow, QB for the Bengals, was ready for practice. Um, You know, he was out there, he was working hard, but there are some rumors that he's still operating at 70%. As you know, he tore his ACL and his MCL. He tore all the L's. And he's going hard. He immediately had the surgery, immediately got into rehab. He's ready to have a comeback season. This is a kid where I'm telling you right now, he was knocking people over when he was running the ball. And he was knocking people over even when he was throwing the ball. So I'm interested to see how he's going to do this season because I saw some magic in him towards the end of the season right before his injury. But they said he's operating like 75 or 80%, I think. And then you have Dak Prescott. Y'all know how I feel about Dak. I spent my entire season two talking about Dak and his contract. Well, Homeboy got paid. He did, he got paid. And now he's recovering from his ankle injury. Remember, I kind of described it where his ankle was facing the opposite direction of what it should be facing when you're standing up straight and looking forward. So. You could do with that what you will. Use your imagination. It wasn't pretty. As a matter of fact, you can probably go YouTube it and see it. But he came back. He was at practice. He's like, I'm hype. I'm ready to go. Now he has a muscle shoulder injury, a a muscle injury in his shoulder. And now they're watching him day to day, hoping he doesn't need surgery. He's been doing rehab. So the Cowboys faced the Steelers Thursday night. He was not there, of course. Of course, he's, you know, normally you're, even though your, your frontline QB doesn't play, he's at least there. That presence to motivate the team, that leadership is important. He wasn't there. I don't know if he stayed back to do rehab, whatever it may be, but they did video conference him in and he was talking about a few things. Listen. I know that the Dallas Cowboys only had, like, what, one or two practices. My coworker made sure I understood that. But my biggest thing is that they have a lot of work to do. And Dak needs to get healed up ASAP because it's kind of like we paid you, you get to work, and now you're calling out again. That's kind of how I feel about Dak Prescott. They're going to be on the hard knocks. Y'all know that's one of my favorite shows to watch as we get ready for the season. They're going to be on the hard knocks this season. Of course, I'm going to include that in some of my episodes because those, the the stuff you'll see. I saw the trailer for it and watching Zeke try to find his room and get settled was probably one of the most entertaining things ever. So go check out that trailer. I believe it's on YouTube. It's on a lot of sports outlets. Um, But let's see how Dak looks you know, at camp, probably hopefully before the injury. Let's see how he also looks first week. I think he, they said he might actually be out the first week and the second week, if I'm not mistaken. Sources, when I say they, I mean sources. Um, I just let the information come to me. And sometimes I'll go dig and find. So sources are saying he might be out the first or second week. We'll see. Um, Don't give Danucci the ball. That's one of the backup quarterbacks. I think he. they should give it to the first string backup quarterback or – Whoever's like right behind Dak, that person needs to get the ball. Poor Danucci in that game versus the Steelers. You saw the stressful look on his face, too. And I felt for him. I was just like, wow, he is exhausted. He is tired. He is throwing the most horrible passes I've ever seen in my life. And he's getting hit and sacked left and right. Poor guy. You know, I'm going to give him a little bit of leeway. Um, You know, I would have told him, hey, like suck up in, you know, that one game that I was joking about. I would have told him, hey, why don't we sit this one out, take a break, um, and, you know, let's let, what's his name go back out there. So we, we shall see. Now, OBJ, if you follow him on Instagram, I think he's like the number one followed NFL player on Instagram. You go watch his page. He has been training nonstop as well as putting $1.8 million of diamonds in his teeth, um, in his mouth. So he's doing obviously a lot. I feel like when rich people do these things, it's like, hey, what else can I do with my money that's random? Oh, yeah, I'll get diamonds put in my teeth like this whole new, not a grill. That's his actual teeth that he had diamonds like planted in I guess, like, put in his teeth. I wonder what that maintenance... You can't just use Crest toothpaste, can you? I don't know. I just feel like $1.8 million to get your teeth basically designed into diamonds inside your mouth where you're eating every... I don't... I don't know. Don't don't ignore me, y'all. I'm just like... You can go read the article and give your thoughts. I don't know what you think, because I just think that that's like... I legit don't know what else to do with my money. This guy's training, and then he goes do that. So... We're interested to see how he's going to be in this comeback season. Because remember, I believe he tore his ACL as well, if I'm not mistaken. And now he's coming back. Hopefully, we get to see some great things from him. So let's get into talking a little bit more about the hard knocks. Because we talked about injury comebacks. We talked about the Dallas Cowboys and how they're going to be on the hard knocks this season. They were talking about the owner kind of spotlighting himself rather than focusing on the team. But it premieres August 10th on HBO Max. Um, it's going to be one of those things where I I love it. I watched last year's, I remember I talked about it on here a few times where it was the LA Chargers and the LA Rams, you had COVID. So you really got a glimpse into the COVID protocols that a lot of teams were taking on top of that. Like I can connect this topic on the hard knocks to the second top, the last topic that I have, which is basically like. COVID impacting the game. We are still there. We're still in the midst of a pandemic. A lot of states are remandating their mask, like mandatory. Wear a mask indoors, outdoors. Even if you're vaccinated, they're still highly pushing for you to put a mask on because the numbers are going back up. COVID has like three cousins that showed up. Gamma, beta, alpha new, whatever it may be. I don't know. I'm just making up names at this point because I keep seeing new stuff every time I look at my news articles, but- The numbers are rising and they're trying to find a solution. There's been so much speculation. I'll say speculation around, you know, are we going to close back down? What does that look like? And so, you know, of course, the NFL being the moneymaker that it is saying, hey, if you are not vaccinated, this is what they told their players, not verbatim. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. If you're not vaccinated, players who spread COVID-19 to their other teammates who are not vaccinated um, and it requires, basically, it, it happens to have an outbreak. And let's say you have a game on Sunday and it's Saturday or Friday. Guess what happens? You will forfeit that game and you won't get paid. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They're saying if you are not vaccinated and you even possibly spread the you know, COVID-19, if there's an outbreak on your team and they trace it back to you, you will forfeit that game. It doesn't matter. You will forfeit the game. And mind you, they added an extra week this season. So it's 17 weeks instead of 16. There's a lot, there was so much pushback on this. Like Cole Beasley has been really big on talking about, you know, his feelings towards vaccination. You had a few other players, especially from Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, all talk about vaccination and how they feel about it. I don't feel, you know, any kind of way either way. I think that you, it's a choice. It's a choice that you get to make because that is your body, you know, at the end of the day. I also feel that if you're choosing not to, then you should still be taking precautions, not out there living your best life as if this doesn't exist. That's where I feel like if you're not going to get vaccinated, then you should still be wearing your mask. You still should be taking the precautions of being safe because you're still at risk. And I think even if you are vaccinated, you still should be taking the precautions, still taking care of yourself and limiting the number of people you go around. Um, because everybody's like, well, the CDC, this, that, and the third, it doesn't matter. I think with this in particular, because it's an NFL podcast, going back to some of the stuff the players said, I read Cole Beasley's you know, essay that he wrote. I could have used those writing skills, writing my own dissertation, to be honest. But he wrote a whole essay about how he doesn't trust the information the NFL is giving and why are players being forced to do this? It was a lot. It was a lot. And I just look at it from this perspective of, you don't play, you don't get paid because they're not giving those waivers they gave last year. Remember that um, the players that basically said they wanted to, I hate to use the term forfeit the season, but basically sit out the season. They got a certain amount of money given to them. That was kind of like a backup emergency fund that they were giving players. And so they're not getting that this time. So you, you're you talking about some players who get paid almost up to 2 could be $2 million a game that if they have to forfeit because of another team member catching COVID-19 and spreading it to other team members, it is nuts. The risk of knowing that I don't get a $300,000 check because you couldn't put a mask on and, you know, quarantine or isolate yourself and limit the number of people you were around. That's kind of my take on it. I want to know your thoughts because you're talking about how this could truly drastically impact the season. I don't think anyone understands the magnitude of this. You're talking about a game of the Steelers versus, let's just use another team, the Colts. I don't know if that ever really happened, but the Steelers versus the Colts, you know, God forbid, spread, I'm knocking on wood, of outbreak on the Steelers, and then boom, they have to forfeit. And this is them trying to get to, and when you forfeit, that's a loss. That's an L. So you're talking about, I'm not going to get to the playoffs because we had to forfeit too many games, because we can't control this COVID outbreak. They're putting the responsibility back in the team's hands. Seems like the NFL is washing their hands of this and saying, hey, the rules are clear. Don't come to us crying. Y'all figure it out. I feel like that's what they're doing. I think that's savage, but we we shall see. We're going to keep, of course, Notch Ever Shirley is going to be on top of this. I'm going to be bringing it all to you, all the NFL news, highlights, all the scores, all the contracts, all the injuries, everything. You can rely on me this season. So you might as well go ahead and hit the subscribe button because you've listened to me this far. What? We've been talking for about 22 minutes or so. You've listened to me this far. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the you know notification button so you can get notified when I post these because it's going to be at the beginning of every week. And you can say, let me catch up with Ashley because... She has the deeds and that means I will. And so keep me posted on anything that you feel. Please leave comments. I love hearing from you all. It's always fun. Or the ones who catch me in public. Those are always great (laughs) as well. I know y'all probably like, who in the world is catching you in public? You can follow me on Instagram. At sign Ashley Gibbs, my first and last name, or on Twitter, at sign the Ashley Gibbs. That sounds very like royal ish. It's not. It's just they wouldn't let me have my first and last name alone. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm going to let you get back to it. Enjoy your day. Today is, of course, I'm going to post this on Monday. You'll be able to listen to it. So enjoy your week. Um, hopefully, you hear back from all of us soon. Love you all. Bye.